Good afternoon. Welcome to our study of the Psalms as we read through a few of the different Psalms from Psalm 1 through 150. Today we are reading uh, Psalm 119. And so this is going to be our last portion of the Psalm uh, 119 that we're going to be reading. Uh, and we're going to be reading the very end of it, the very last section of Psalm 119, uh, which is the, the Tau section. And so this is kind of like the English letter T. Um, and so this is what we are, we're finding here in Psalm 119. And for those of you who are, who are just joining us, uh, Psalm 119 is an acrostic poem. It's an acrostic psalm. So basically what happens is that Psalm 119, you find uh, all the letters of the Hebrew alphabet from Aleph to Ta, and the psalmist takes uh, every single letter and assigns them eight verses or eight lines uh, and so every line begins with that portion of the Hebrew alphabet. So Psalm 119 uh, verses 1 through 8 would be the letter Aleph, and it, every line begins with the Hebrew letter Aleph. And then now at the end portion, Psalm 169 through 176 uh, is, the, is the final section of the, the psalm and the final letter of the Hebrew alphabet, Ta. And so every line in 169 through 176 begins with the letter Ta. And uh, this Psalm 119 is all about the law of God. <clears throat> the whole Psalm is about the love of the law and, and about how beautiful it is to follow God's commandments and how the psalmist have, has desired and continued to follow the commands. And as we read through a couple of the different Psalms, uh, or different portions of this Psalm, it, it appears that the psalmist might be in some sort of situation or environment where uh, following God might not be so desirable or might not be so advantageous. Uh, it, it, it appears that there may be other people that are colleagues of his or uh, other people that are maybe in higher up position that oppress him or judge him or treat him harshly or um, try to make him fail because he follows the commandments of God. And so again, this kind of is reminiscent of uh, maybe Mordecai in the story of Esther, uh, who, who was hated by Haman and Haman tried to kill him and all of the Jews. And we might also think of the story of Daniel, who, who was in Babylon and who all the other uh, provincial governors, they hated Daniel for his love of God. And so they tried to enact rules to get Daniel uh, imprisoned or killed. And then that's how Daniel ends up in the lion's den. Uh, so there are quite a few moments in, in history and in the Bible where people of God the, who stick stick to God's law, who are faithful to obeying God's law, how they're oppressed and and um, afflicted because of this this perseverance, but we also find the story that God often comes through for them. And so here we're reading our final section of Psalm 119, verse 169 through 176. <clears throat> and it begins like this. May my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Psalm 119, verse 169. And so he says, may my, may my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your promise. So these two verses, 169 and 170, uh, he's, he's, he's supplicating, he's begging, he's crying, he's, he's clamoring out before the Lord, and he's asking to be saved. Again, this might be from the people around him, from the people that are oppressing him for following God's law. And so he's asking God again and again, please, God, I'm begging you to, to, to step in to save me. And he says in verse 169, give me understanding according to your word. Let me know your commandments better. Deliver me according to your promise. He says in 170, according to the promises you've given to David, your servant, according to the promises you've given to your, to your people, that you will constantly be there, that you'll be a rock and a refuge. These beautiful promises 
that we find in the rest of the Psalms. This psalmist is clinging, he's crying out, he's clamoring for these, these promises, and he's, he's begging God, please step in and save me. And we find uh, that in the last portion of Psalm 119, the last couple of sections, that this begging, this crying for God becomes a little more uh, prevalent. Uh, you, you see the psalmist begin to cry out a little more and more. The beginning of the psalms were a lot about rejoicing in the law, rejoicing in how beautiful God's word is and, and the promises of God word, God's word. And as we end the psalm, we find the psalmist kind of shifting and, and begging God to step in for him because he's going through something very difficult. And so verse 171 <clears throat> says this, May my lips overflow with praise. For you teach me your decrees. May my tongue sing of your word, for all your commands are righteous. Now, verse 171, uh, the way that the psalmist structures this, it, it kind of seems to imply that as, as God teaches his decrees, this is kind of what it says in the Hebrew, as God continues to teach his decrees, that uh, the psalmist will continue to overflow with praise. So the imagery that he's portraying is, is this idea that God is continually showing the psalmist uh, new commands or new ways of following God's law, or he's continuing to reveal himself to the psalmist, and the psalmist continually overflows. So as God as God keeps being good to him, as God keeps showing him his, his commandments, as God keeps helping the psalmist understand him better, the psalmist then continues to bubble over. It's kind of like this ever-flowing or this constant stream. God is constantly showing the psalmist more. God is constantly helping the psalmist understand better. God is constantly revealing his commands to the psalmist, and the psalmist can't help but continue to praise, continue to overflow with praise. So that's what we find in verse 71, uh, 171. And then 172, he says, may my tongue sing of your word for all your commands are righteous. And so he says, may I continue to sing, may I continue to praise the Lord for the commands of God are beautiful, they are righteous, they are just, they are good. And so we find throughout the whole Psalm 119 that the psalmist really wants to focus on this idea that the commandments of God are good for his people, that the commandments are about freedom, that they're about righteousness, that are about justice, that are about love. And so we find that oftentimes in the world, we find that that the, the commandments of God seem to be be looked at or viewed as oppressive. That some people think that God's commandments are just a way of controlling us or restricting us or or whatever you want to say. But the psalmist kind of reiterates this and, and shows this and emphasizes that the commandments of God are beautiful. They're beautiful freedom that we find the freedom to love God, the freedom to love others, the freedom to be who God has created us. To be. That's what the psalmist really says. And so he says, may I continue to sing of this word, uh, of this word, of these commandments, for your commands are righteous, they are just, they are beautiful. And then verse 173 says, may your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. He says, I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. So these last two verses, uh, this, this middle portion, he says, May your hand be ready to help me, for I've chosen your precepts, and your law is my delight, so I long for your salvation. So the psalmist is saying, I'm continually choosing to obey God. He says, that's, that's what I want to do. Uh, and, and we're going to find that in verse 76, that it might not always lead to obedience. He wants to obey God. He chooses to obey God. He chooses to follow God. He chooses God's commandments. But he finds, and, and we've read this in a couple of the other portions of Psalm 119, the psalmist finds that sometimes he's led astray. Sometimes he makes mistakes. Sometimes he sins. And, the, and he finds that mercy and love in God's commandments, actually. Uh, and so he says in, in verse 
uh, 173 says, may your hand be ready to help me because I have chosen your precepts. In the environment that he's in, he's chosen to be faithful to God. He's chosen not to compromise his beliefs or his standings or the commandments of God, even despite the opposition that he faces, despite the danger that he faces, despite the fact that he might not be promoted, that he might not receive riches, that he might not receive honor, whatever uh, situation he's facing, we're not entirely sure. But we know that the psalmist is continuing to choose God despite the opposition that he faces. So he says, I have chosen your precepts, so be ready to help me. And he says, I long for your salvation, O Lord, for your law is my delight. I rejoice in your law, he's saying. And then verse 75, we continue reading, let me live that I may praise you. and May your laws sustain me. For, and then verse 76, for I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands. And that last part, it's so beautiful. The way he ends this entire psalm, Psalm 119, the way he ends it, he ends with this idea. He says, I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands. And it's not that the psalmist is righteous. It's not that the psalmist has earned favor from God. It's not that the psalmist has been perfect. It's not that the psalmist has kept the commandments perfectly. That's not what he's saying throughout the psalm. What he's saying is that he has chosen the commands of God. Even though he can't keep them perfectly, even though he's prone to stray away, even though he's prone to make mistakes, he says, I'm constantly choosing God. And choosing God isn't always, uh, for the psalmist, isn't always doing what is right because he makes mistakes. But choosing God means even when you have made mistakes, that you don't just abandon, that you don't just leave, that you continually come back to God. You continually seek God. And so verse 176 is so beautiful because he says, I, I have strayed like a lost sheep. And so he begs God, seek your servant. Find me, go out and look for me because I have not forgotten your commandments. And he's really what he's saying. He says, come find me because I want to love you. I want to continue to follow you. I want to continue to obey your commandments. And even though I have strayed like a lost sheep, I want to be found by you. And it's just so beautiful as, as kind of leads us to the imagery of Jesus, of this great shepherd that we find. It, it reminds us, or at least it might remind us, it reminds me of the story in the Gospels where, where Jesus says the shepherd leaves the 99 to go find the one lost sheep. He leaves the 99 behind to find the sheep that is strayed away, the sheep that is lost, the sheep that is needing help. And so I love this uh, this psalm because there's this there's this beautiful cycle that that continues throughout um, the the relationship with God. There's a cycle that happens when we come to understand God's word because it says in verse one seventy one, it says, my, "May my lips overflow with praise, for you teach me your decrees." So again, this means as God continues to reveal Himself, the psalmist finds continued occasion to praise God. Every time God reveals Himself more, every time He understands God better, He sees God better. He finds reason to praise. He says, "I continue praise me because God continues to be good." But then He says at the end, He says, verse one seventy six, "I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands." And we find this, this is so true as, as we continue to study God's word, as we continue to uh, obey the commandments, as we continue to understand God better, we continue to find reason to praise. Every new revelation of God is another reason to praise. But we also find that every new revelation of God shows us how deeply flawed we are. It shows us how deeply sinful we are. And so as we continue to understand the commands of God, as we continue to understand God's word, we continue to find how unworthy we are of salvation. And this is what the psalmist finds. He says, I understand God's, God's word better and better. And the more I understand, the more I praise. But the more I understand, the more I realize that I too have, have strayed like a lost sheep. 
that I too am in need of salvation, that I need the servant, to, the, the, the servant, the shepherd to find me, that I am like a servant who is lost in the wilderness that needs this strong shepherd to come and find us. And so the beautiful thing about the Bible and the beautiful thing about the story of the gospel is that the more we come to know God, the more we praise him. The more we come to know God, the more we realize we are unworthy of salvation. But the more we come to know God, the more we realize that we have salvation, that we already receive forgiveness, that we already receive God's kingdom through Jesus, through the sacrifice that he makes on the cross. And so this beautiful cycle is this, is that we know God better, we praise God more, and we know God better, we realize how sinful we are, but we continue to know God better, and we find more reason to praise in the salvation that we find. Despite the fact that we are sinners, despite the fact that we are flawed, God continually leaves the 99, God continually comes to find us, God reaches out, God seeks for us, God will will, will will stop at nothing until he has found us, until he has redeemed us, until he has saved us, and he offers that salvation through the cross and through forgiveness, through mercy and compassion. And so the beautiful story of the Bible is this, is that the more we know God, the more reason we have to praise. We are deeply sinful. We are lost like a stray sheep here, he says in verse 76. But we, but we are found by God. But God continues to save us. God continues to offer mercy and compassion and forgiveness. And so verse 174, I long for the salvation of the Lord. His law is our delight. Even though we have strayed like lost sheep, Jesus comes to find us. Jesus comes to save us. Jesus comes to offer us, offer us hope. And so verse 171, so then in the hope that we find in Jesus, verse 171, may our lips overflow with praise as we learn the decrees of God, as we learn of the salvation and the mercy that we find in Jesus. So I hope that as you read uh, through Psalm 119, I hope that as you read through this last portion, one, verses 169 to 176, that you would come to see how beautiful God's word is, how, how, how righteous it is, how good it is for our lives, that you would come to understand how, how deeply broken we are, but even more importantly, how much God loves us, how much God searches for us, how much God cares for us, so much so, in fact, that he was willing to go to the cross to offer us salvation. So as we continue to come to understand God better, let our lips overflow with praise as we understand and accept the salvation that Jesus offers. So let's pray and let's close this study of Psalm 119, verse 169 through 176. God, we are so incredibly grateful and thankful for the mercy that we find in Jesus. We're grateful and thankful that despite the fact that we are sinners, despite the fact that we are like lost sheep, that you are constantly looking for us, that you forgive us, that you love us, that you die on the cross even while we were still sinners. And so, God, I just pray that you would help us to accept that mercy, help us to accept that forgiveness, help us to accept your commands as freedom, as love for you, as love for others, to be free, to be the people that you've created us to be. Help us to continue to overflow with praise as we come to know you better and understand the salvation that you bring for us. And so we're so thankful for Jesus. We're thankful for hope. We're thankful for the cross. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. So hopefully as you read this, uh, you were blessed and, and we, want to, we want to know what you were thinking as well. So if you, if you had your own take on Psalm 119 verses 169 through 176, uh, maybe you had your, your own blessings that you found, uh, please feel free to share them in the comments below. Uh, and as always, again, if you have prayer requests or needs, we'd love to, to connect with you. We'd love to pray over you and pray for you and help you in any way we can. So you can either private message me or, or leave it in the comments below. We'd love to uh, just be able to connect with you in, in any way possible. Uh, but join us tomorrow at 12 p.m. 
as we read through Psalm 121. We'll be reading uh, a song of ascent, Psalm 121. So join us tomorrow as we read that uh, here on Facebook Live at 12 p.m. But as always, we pray you have a blessed rest of your day and a, and a blessed evening. And uh, we just thank you for joining us. And we pray that you stay safe and take care. Amen.